Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. Keisha Knight-Polium has grown up on TV, playing characters on shows like The Cosby Show to Tyler Perry's House of Pain. They know Rudy. They know Miranda. I've been in the business literally for 36 years. Keisha's an actress, philanthropist, foodie, and now host of her own podcast. This is an opportunity for you, my friends, my fans, to get to know me, just Keisha. This is Candidly Keisha. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. It is Friday again. And I made it. It's another week. <laughs> Last week, I did take a little bit of time off. I had a lot of going on and just couldn't quite fit it in. But we're back. And this week, I'm so excited. Um, I have a really good friend in the studio. Many, the world knows him as Ludacris, but yes. I know him as my friend Chris. Man, we've been trying to do this for a long time. I'm glad know. we finally got it. I'm definitely on Candidly Keisha. <laughs> finally, finally, finally. And we can have the candid. And, and it's funny because Chris is sitting here and you're like, oh, candidly, I get it. <laughs> it's yeah. yeah, so this is this isn't for like the the the, the kids radio airwaves. We can right. kind of go off that. I like that. That's my right. type of stuff anyway. So, you know, parental advisory. <laughs> for sure. They're clear that I have a potty mouth. My Nana has called me like Keisha. <laughs> I need you to tone it down a little oh, bit. Oh, wow, wow, I'm like, man, wow. damn, Nana, you know I got it from you. Yeah, no. Exactly. <laughs> they forget they was kids at one point in time. My oh, Nana yeah. forgets she could cuss you out with a swiftness. Right. But, Nana, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding because <laughs> I know you listening. But, um, but yeah, so I wanted to do it. I thought this was so well-timed right. with um, Labor Day being this weekend. Yep. And for the last 11 years in Atlanta, it's not known as Labor Day. Right, it's, right. Luda Day. Yeah, true. So Luda Day weekend, you do so many different things. You do so much for the city throughout the year. But this is a time when it's about fun, but it's also about give back. Tell us about, I mean, I know it's always funny when I have friends because mm-hmm. I have to ask questions. Like, right, I don't know right. what it's about. No, nah, it's all good. Man, so Luda Day weekend, this is the 11th year that we've been doing this. Um, I, I used to work on radio a long time ago. They used to Chris require love, me. Chris Love, Love, yeah. and Poon, Daddy. <laughs> exactly. So they used to require <laughs> us to do a certain amount of hours every week. And I was like 19 years old at the time. And I was like wanting to go out and party and do all the things that 19-year-olds do. And I'm like, man, nobody wants to go and do any charity work. And, that, you know, that's how crazy when I look back and think of the, the mindset that I was in back in those times, I'm so glad that they made me do it in order to keep my job because I would never have understood how important it is and how great it feels to impact somebody's life. And even at that time, I was just a local celebrity here in Atlanta, Georgia. So, you know, me going and visiting kids and them just, you, you, you know, that it's going to make their day It's going to be something they remember for the rest right. of their lives. And from as the popularity grew, I just continued to do more and more charity work that wasn't required of me that I had to do. It's just because I wanted to do it. So that's really what it came. That's how it came about. And that's why now, 11 years later, 
Looter Day weekend is an official staple in Atlanta and around the world at this point, and I'm just very proud of it. The same way you do Camp Kizzy, you know, it's good to have friends that are all on the same page and trying to work together because there's strength in numbers. There's so much negativity going on and people feeding off the negative things that are going on in the media, but you can't. You can't spin the positive things, but so much. Absolutely. And to give some backstory that I think is interesting, because yeah. what people like, that's part of it. But the funny thing is, that's actually around the time me and Chris first met. Right, I come down right, here to right, Spelman. Right. You just left Georgia State. Yep. You were, you know, on the radio. Mm-hmm. And that's literally when our when we started to get to know one another and our friendship. We would just run into each other right. randomly. And it's crazy to be here so many years later. You know, like you said, we Camp Kizzy has worked with the Ludacris Foundation. We've partnered on things. Absolutely. We've done so many different things together to give back from we were, you know, at the Capitol for School Choice Day and, yep. you know, doing all different types of things with Mayor Christine Reed, you know, and it's a, it's so much fun to have genuine friends um, because in this industry, you have a lot of industry people oh, yeah. who you may know, Believe but that. I'm grateful to count you among my friends, no, regardless of the industry that. part of it. Absolutely. Like, it's like you just said, I'm, I'm one of those people. Everybody that knows me knows that I can pretty much count the amount of celebrity friends I have on, on one hand. Yeah, you know, we, we share that. I don't really do that too well. Because <laughs> like, like you said, it's, it's too much. It's too much fake stuff going on. So, you know, it's, it's good to. To have friends that are real, and what we mean by real is just people Sunday of in- dinner and <laughs> yeah, people of integrity and honor and honesty. Like yeah. if they tell you they're gonna do something, they actually do it. Because in this industry, it's kind of, they say it all the time. You know, that's just industry talk. Oh yeah, let's do this, let's do that, or let's do this, man. I'm one of those people. If it comes out of my mouth, I gotta make sure that I, I make it happen or try my best to make it happen. So yeah, I agree 100. percent Integrity is priceless. And it's very hard earned and easily lost. So it's right. important, you know, to, you know, you are, I think one of my, this is a random sidebar, but one of my favorite sayings of one of my mentors is, you know, if you ain't a hoe, you can't be a hoe. And if you think right. about it, it's like, you can't be, someone can't say it. You are who you consistently are. Right. So regardless of what's spoken, it's what you do consistently is becomes the character of the person. I agree. So, but yeah, words. your actions speak louder than your words sometimes. Absolutely. So, tell us, what do you have? What do we have um, lined up for this year's Luda Day? I know there's the basketball game, yeah. and I don't know. want to turn the Candy Lakeisha into a damn infomercial. No, it's not. The but the thing, thing is, to do. what I love, you can go to the thing. <laughs> we don't have to go into to detail. Right. I just wanted to give people, you know, I'll just give you an overview. Basically, if you're in Atlanta, you just need to go to LudaDayWeekend.com. There you go, LudaDayWeekend.com. Find out about what they're doing. But what I love about it more than anything is it's partying with a purpose it's the charity piece of it yeah it's, it's not even necessarily i mean we do the parties but during the daytime like say for instance just yesterday i took a thousand kids to the braves game that's the stuff so I you know banneger high school the shirt i have on right now that's my alma mater in college park georgia and you know we took a, a charter school that we've been monitoring closely and helping out utopian uh, academy and we took them as well so you know it's really more about Everybody coming together, but you, when you get all the celebrities together and we do day charity work, of course you got you got to have, have them partying like, at your night. Your empowerment, your your empowerment brunch, brunch that you do, yep. um, because I know all of the other things get so much publicity, but people don't know about that. You'll do the block party, you know, at exactly different things like that that bring back. Um, just awareness and because what I know through my work with Camp Kizzy is that yes the celebrity part is important because it brings the attention to but 
it also may give kids the opportunity, you know, if they don't know it exists, then they don't know to dream it. Absolutely. And part of it is showing these people and sharing your stories, your candid stories, not just your highlight reel of, you know, this is what I've been doing. Like, you know, when I met you, you were selling CDs out, or I don't, do we even have mm-hmm. CDs back then? Maybe just CDs, <laughs> you know, out your, your car and, you know, yeah. the, the hard work that you put in because so often people just see the culmination and they don't realize the process and the hard work I that agree. it's taken. I agree 100% because what's the best thing to talk about, which, which people don't mostly know is when we have that brunch and we split everybody into groups. So you have all the celebrity women with the young ladies that want to ask all the great questions and dream big dreams that they're looking at these individuals in their faces and seeing it, you know, firsthand. And then we split the guys up. So it's basketball players, you know, it's like entertainers. And so you have these kids that are between the ages of like six and 16 and they're able to ask direct questions without the cameras, without all the publicity, and we can just be candid with each other, you know? <laughs> okay. And I think that's the best part of the entire weekend is that brunch where we're able to do that. Because if you can imagine, you know, somebody like Dwight Howard talking to a little kid that wants to become a basketball player and asking him all of the questions. And Dwight finally being able to talk to this kid the way that he wouldn't talk to somebody on television or abroad, you know, trying to have to be a certain way. That's the best thing about the weekend and that mm-hmm. – you know, I don't care if we impact 10 kids. As, as long as we've done something, as Tupac used to say, as long as you plant the seed, That's that can also continue do. to plant more seeds, and it just creates a, a, a ripple domino effect. effect. Yep. Absolutely. Well, we don't have oh, to yeah. keep on and on. I'm just excited to have my friend nah, in here to chop I, it up. I'm and. happy to be here. And LulaDayWeekend.com, <laughs> so we don't have to name everything. People at least know by now we do a lot of things. So just go right. to LulaDayWeekend.com and just, you know, whatever you need to do to come to some of the events. Some people are listening in different cities and different countries. So get on a plane right now. <laughs> if you get here by Saturday, you still have three days worth of events going on. So I would just come to Atlanta and enjoy. It's over 800,000 people in the right. city of Atlanta this weekend alone. Wow. So you got to take advantage. There's so much going on. Uh, I heard Freak Dick was trying to come back. What? For people that didn't know about Freak Dick, they're trying to bring it back this weekend. Oh, and So it's going to be a lot of debauchery and it's going to be a lot of crazy. I have some crazy Freak Dick stories. I caught the oh, tail yeah. end of Freak Dick I when I was at Spelman. Yeah. And <laughs> I had no clue what was really going down. Oh, All yeah. of a sudden, you would like, <laughs> Walk out of Spelman's gates, and there would be a flatbed truck <laughs> right. with music and, and people taking their clothes off yep. in Ma- the middle Magic of the street. Magic City on Magic a flatbed S- truck. Mobile Magic City. And men throwing, <laughs> people throwing dollars, and the next thing you know, it's like people lived in their cars. Sometimes you would get stuck on a street, yes. and you could not move for hours. And you, it's like, what would you do? There's nothing you could do but just sit there and listen to music and, and hope to God that there was a gas station within, right. within a certain amount of blocks away before you run out. Or just make sure you couldn't leave without having a full tank like that's not one of those times that you could like put because back then you could put like four dollars in your tank and have a lot of gas when gas was like 98 cents a gallon (laughs) and what you mean i still do that (laughs) (laughs) stop that (laughs) you can't put four dollars four dollars only gets you a little bit now hey man i still got my 93 accurate legend four dollars i can cruise (laughs) with four dollars in my accurate believe that well man i need to go get me an accurate legend (laughs) these gas prices is crazy yeah it's out of control oh but yeah i had so it was funny because, you know, I just recently I've been moving and um, I you know how when you're moving, you have to go through stuff. I went through boxes oh, of pictures. Man. Yeah, you know, 
Throw back those days. You gotta start. Yo. You gotta start posting them things. Listen, no, some of those don't ever need to be seen. And I was so grateful <laughs> that there are no camera phones and I'm all that back your house then. And go get them. I'm oh, get those it's, it was crazy from pledging Black to mail. to to Freaknik weekend to yeah. you know homecomings, you name it. But it was a wonderful walk down memory memory lane. But um, what else do you have going? Like you always, you're one of the most hardest. You're the one of the most hardest working, busy people I know. And um, so I know you just did finish fast a million. <laughs> Fair, um, yeah. We just finished <laughs> fast eight. Um, man, I I just said on a post the other day. I'm like, I can. Ne- people are like, congratulations. I will take it. But humbly speaking, man, I cannot take credit for being in a franchise that. John Singleton put me in the second one, Too Fast, Too Furious. And then you get a call back on part five where they want all of the people that have, that's been in the previous ones. And then next thing you know, you get a call for six and then seven and then eight. It's just like the gift that keeps on giving. And I I said to somebody, I must have done something right in my life. Maybe it's the Luda Day weekend, but <laughs> to continue getting called back and to be able to renegotiate your contract. Right. And, uh, you got to talk. Yeah, the business like, part man, come is on, man. important to discuss. Because people, nah, people that franchise, don't franchise and, you, and when you continue to just make more and more movies and, and you know, arguably they get better every single time. It's like the best thing in the world. I, I'm yeah. just blessed. So, yes, we just wrapped Fast 8 in Atlanta, Georgia. And I'm so glad about that because my family is here. So I'm glad yeah. I didn't have to go anywhere for months at a time. Right. And we have such a great tax incentive in Atlanta for those people that don't know Absolutely. these days. It's really black Hollywood here. It's really just Hollywood, period. Because uh, all the major studios, yeah, all of the major studios, you know, have soundstage like have yeah. some sort of foot in Atlanta absolutely which I'm really grateful for and I don't know I've been blessed too because I'm from New Jersey originally we filmed you know the Cosby show in New York yep. so I never had to move like I've been to LA to you know work on some projects right, right, right. but I've been able to live even in Atlanta we did House of Pain for five years right mm-hmm. here and that was kind of toward the beginning of this whole shift to yep. doing things in Atlanta and now it's out of control it's and out I of control it. to the point where I bought a house in LA thinking I would be out there shooting yeah. movies as soon as I bought that house i'm here Every, in Atlanta isn't it crazy everything. how that happens absolutely because i had a place out in la for a little while too and then i was like i'm never here right this doesn't even make sense it doesn't make sense but i'm happy about that so now that the movie is finished shooting i'm definitely gonna get back into music uh i gotta keep up with the franchise so i just dropped like album eight last time so i gotta come out with album nine before yeah. fast and furious comes out with fast and furious nine Killer. but uh i the, think you should yeah. let me i've been trying to get chris forever i'm like come on let me on one verse oh. Like, <laughs> oh yeah i heard i heard some verses you did i'm saying i wasn't mad at it i wasn't mad at it. you surprised me a little bit Look, let me and ella grace on a verse i'm uh, saying the album candy lee keisha coming soon <laughs> believe that well we're gonna take a quick break and when you could there's something you touched on about you know being happy to work here and with family and I think that's something a lot of people don't know about you how much of a family man you are so stay tuned right here at Candily Keisha we will be right back as we talk more more with my friend Chris welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it Welcome back to Candidly Keisha Moore with my friend Chris, Ludacris. You know, I can go on and on about all of that <laughs> stuff, which is, I always say it's really funny because, like, my friends, I don't use the word friend lightly. Your mm. friends, to me, are the family you choose. Absolutely. And 
<laughs> and so it's That's weird right. when I'm interviewing because like I don't keep up like I just know you you know what I mean? like I've said this to other friends nah, who I have I'm like I'm sorry I don't have your resume down because that's not why you're my friend right but um, maybe I can help you out here. go ahead go ahead Chris yeah man so you know I don't talk much about being married going on almost two years we're, of we're getting marriage. to that we're getting to that I was, that's what I was saying I was helping you Go out here it. I was just gonna jump in man you know I, I, I don't feel like in my life I've had a lot of positive uh examples of marriage and it's like for me i'm just happy that i, I i'm making it this far and it's been so good this yeah. far so whenever, whenever people say how's the marriage life i'm like so far so good you know <laughs> I, and when i say that i'm like because of all of the negative like you know things that i've seen it's just crazy that i'm i'm glad that i'm i've that everything is working out the way that it is and right. i think like marriage has a lot to do with timing yeah. So for me, you know, it's just about the man and the woman being in the right place at the right time and really kind of just knowing each other. But it's more about not being right. That's what I think it is. There's How no such that? thing as being right. So, so look, this is, this <laughs> is probably... Look, spoken by a true married man. So look, this Happy is, wife, <laughs> happy life. Yeah, so I was going to say, this is probably the only person I would actually share this stuff with because you are a family. But it's like, that is my thing. You know, when people say... The whole thing about marriage. As a man, you could you gotta just that whole thing about being right, just let that go out the window. There's no such thing as being right. It's just about you just gotta love. It's just about love. Love <laughs> love uh <laughs> takes care of everything else. So Aww. I mean that's my that's my sound advice for all people that are about to get married or are in marriage, you know, in, in these different relationships, man, there's no such thing. So don't you. don't even try it. I feel you. <laughs> right. Well, n- next time I get married, you'll have to tell that to my husband before I get married. <laughs> nah, <I'm>, <laughs> Just know. kidding, guys. It's a joke. Hey, Gotta man. laugh. Listen, my thing is this. Like, people, I'm like, listen, I have a choice. I can either cry about it or laugh about it. And I'm going to choose to laugh about it. Man, listen, <laughs> I think everybody in life has had situations where you live and you learn. And, mm-hmm. I mean, relationships is the biggest thing where no one ever has it completely 100% right. figured out. Period. So how, so, do you, yes. so how do you balance it? Because you were saying how you were happy to be able to be in Atlanta. You have three beautiful girls. Absolutely. So I balance it because I have started working smarter, not necessarily harder. Right. Because I used to be on the road all the time. Now I pretty much I have to balance my schedule around my family. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, that's one of the the biggest challenges in life as well. You know, as we start families, we want to be home with our families. And but we also have to make, you know, we have to pay the bills and we have to work. So I think people trying to find that balance in life is one of the hardest things. But for me, I'm blessed enough to have laid a foundation of things for the last 15 years where I can choose to be with my family a certain amount more and sacrifice a little bit of right. have to making money just because I want to fly over here or fly here. I can say, I'm going to chill on that and I'm going to try and make money in this way where I'm actually more present. Right. And I think that's really a priority what it's about. Because exactly. those, you have to set those priorities. Because at the end of the day, the experiences, the time, the being there for the recitals and being there right. is priceless. Oh, my gosh, man. It's, and everything is about confidence, man. As we raise our children, I honestly feel like giving them confidence is the absolute best thing that you can give them. And letting them know that they have a support system and having expectations of your children is the biggest thing. They have to know that they have someone that's going to 
there's going to be repercussions yeah. if you don't do something. You can't just watch television all day. You can't just be on your iPod or your or your iPhone. You have the requirements that have things right. that have to be done. And I'm going to, you know, salute you and I'm going to make sure that I uh, pat you on the back for progress that's made. And you, you're going to get certain things and, and incentives to mm-hmm. do certain things like that. I'm so very much involved in positive all of my children's right. lives. That positive reinforcement so, is so So you serious. said about iPods. and So how <laughs> do you, so you know my niece, JP, my niece Jet. Yeah. This little girl is an iPod aficionado, yes, right? Yes. She will take, she will, uh, your iPhone, your iPad, your anything. Yeah. She has, on my mom's phone, she has completely just dominated it. Right. She right. has her list, her lineup of Barney and you, she knows how to go to YouTube. She's a year. She's not even two yet. Hilarious. Go to YouTube, push her, her little shows. And then she gets mad if you do it the full screen because she wants to scroll as it's coming to the end so that she can pick her new show. See, now that's, that's a great thing. I just feel like it doesn't need to be overdone because I think even Mark Zuckerberg said, uh, you know, nowadays having a tablet or having an iPhone or a smartphone is just as important as having a computer. And everybody needs to learn how to work it, especially the children of uh-huh. today, because that is the future. That's the inf- information resource highway and all of that. I'm just saying there's one thing to, you know, get information and educate yourself. And then there's another thing to just be on it too much. Right. So do you have be involved too, you know, like things that are sometimes you gotta shut the stuff off. Right. Do you have any funny candid moments? Cause I was sharing with my listeners like a couple weeks ago, my niece and I'm working on it because you know I have a little one coming. Yeah. And we all have p- kind of potty mouths a little bit. Right, right. So my niece the other day, because you know she likes Uh-oh. to listen, she was like, she was scrolling through, she got to Elmo. She said, Oh shit, Elmo. Oh hell no. Yo, we died. <laughs> Can I tell you? That is hilarious. Hilarious. Completely died, but I mean, kids. That that's, that's why hilarious. they. It's what you do. It, they we're watching even when you don't know. So, do you have any funny stories about Man, the kids? I have a fifteen-year-old. <laughs> I have a two-year-old and a one-year-old. Luckily, the younger ones, I do not have. I honestly don't have any stories except for words that they are learning that may sound like that. But they're. Uh-huh. Not, I know that they're not trying to that's say a, that word. A, is it, you just it's say just that you daddy. You no, just, I'm being honest. Now uh-huh. with now with Karma, that's now 15 years old. There was some definitely some funny stories of her saying some stuff before, which is pretty much the same way that that it happened with your niece. <laughs> but you know, she's extremely just very responsible, beautiful young she lady is. right now, and uh, she makes we don't me even feel have. So old. <laughs> I, it's crazy, man. Time is flying. Like, now I'm trying to get her permit for her driver's Are license. Are you ready That's for that? Out. Are you ready? I am because on the low, I can say this now, on my property, humbly speaking, I have like 22 acres and I have a, a very large driveway and kind of circle around my lake. So you have lake. her circling the hell out of that lake. <laughs> we've been driving since she was like five years old. So, yeah, we've been driving different vehicles since she was five. So uh-huh. she's so 100% ready to get her driver's license. Good. But she hates that parallel parking like most people do. Uh, yeah, well, she's lucky because... What is it with girls and hating parallel well, parking? Well, see, I'm from Jersey, so Goodness. I can parallel park. Okay. You give me a crevice, I'm, I'm edging my car up in there. There you go. But I think is more because of geographic like down here you don't have to parallel park like that true where if you're in the tri-state area you don't have a choice (laughs) like parking is at a premium i remember when i really got good it was after my freshman year at spelman i um i took classes from this over the summer at nyu tisch school of the arts yeah film classes and I like stayed in New York, you know, in on campus, the whole thing. In but on campus and NYU is like you're in the city, right? In a building that just happens to be the NYU housing building. 
It was nice. She had a little. So I had my, I had my, what did I have? I had my truck. I had my Forerunner. Oh, you couldn't tell me anything. I was so cute in my truck. Mm-hmm. But those alternate side of the street parking and all of that, um, yeah, that didn't last too long. I was like, I got to yeah. find a garage. That's that's dope, though. That tri-state area, you're right. If you can't drive in tri-state area, you can't drive anywhere. Yeah, you absolutely can. That is a great foundation to have. So having three girls and me having my first little girl, yeah. do you have any advice? Man, you got to be more specific because that's a large range of advice. (laughs) Man, the the best advice is to, it's different for a man because as as young ladies, and I'm sure this is true for young boys too, but for young ladies, there's just days and nothing, it's just just out of nowhere. It's just, they're just, you just gotta have a bad day. I don't know what it is. So what you trying is. to say, like, guys? Don't just have bad days. It's just women. Y'all, y'all handle it a little differently. I'm sure as babies, they all handle it the same. However, young ladies and the, 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 the my girls, when they're having a bad day, they just have a bad day, and it's just you have to be patient, so patient. You have to be so patient with them, and just understand that. There's nothing because as men, we always want a solution to a problem. Yeah. We want to find a solution. So sometimes it's just about listening. No, it's, no, no. That's that's, like, that's when you get older. Right. That's that's when women get older. But, I'm talking about younger. But even when they're younger, that's what you don't understand. Even with girls, sometimes it's about just empathizing and hearing them out yes. and listening. It's not about telling you how to fix it. Right. It's just I just need you. I need to vent. So at their age right now, they can't. They, they, their communication skills aren't the best, so it's right. really just about hugging them and loving them and just holding them in their, in your arms and letting them cry it out, whatever's going on. So, yes, women, y'all have bad days from the beginning of time until y'all leave this earth. <laughs> there are days where y'all just need to be just comforted pretty uh-huh. much. Okay. Yes. So you, so you change diapers and everything? Oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. I definitely change diapers. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I'm immune to the smell of shit. <laughs> Absolutely. Believe it. Yo, but can we talk about once they get to a certain age? Like my niece right now, I'm like, this is some grown-up ass shit right here. You right. need to poo-poo in the potty. Definitely. This is some grown-up poo-poo. Yeah, that's real. It's, it, it's definitely some stuff that can cause some serious nose issues. Trust me, I know. Well, you, well so you're gonna, you, you got to try for the boy. Man, we'll see. You know, I'm like, I, I agree with you. I may have to try one more time. But, you know, I, I have too many women in my house right now. I'm, your I find eyes, you're going to get my one dog. more girl. Oh, hilarious. If I get one more girl, then, I, you know, that's what it'll have to be. Yeah. I will, I'll take whatever the, the, the Lord gives to me. And this is not any rumors that my wife is pregnant No, let, let's, just let's, let's just, let's just <laughs> say that. I wasn't saying it because of those reasons. Right. I However, was simply just we'll saying. see in the future. Okay. Yes. Oh, I look forward to it. Man, I, I look forward to seeing what the future holds with this young lady we have I coming know, soon. A little Ella Gray. Like, don't be doing like albums and, and, uh, and having re- release dates that get pushed back and stuff like that either. <laughs> Or drop early. We need. We're gonna drop on time. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> no. Absolutely not. She is coming in January. Yeah, it is. And I'm very excited to Wait meet a second. her. That's Capricorn. Um, end of January. So with the Aquarius, huh. she's gonna be an Aquarius. Oh, that's even better. Okay, yes, <laughs> she's gonna be an Aquarius. We got an Aquarius. <laughs> but All right. oh lord, I don't know if Aquarius. I'm ready because my brother Michonne's an Aquarius and one of my best friends, and they're both a little special. I love them. Nah, they're, 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 <laughs> they're a little special, people. but I love them. But good the funniest people. thing was actually yes, was it yesterday? I had to go for a sonogram, and like it's it's getting exciting because this is like when you can see the baby. Yeah. I already feel her personality because she's very clear. Right. She is like. Look, we can either do this the easy way or the hard way. It's your choice. So I'm just like, okay, you win. You're the boss. Right, right. What are we eating today? Just let wow. me know. So <clears throat> we were in the. We were, so I'm laying on the little table, 
in there, you know, going over my belly. And naturally, I always sleep kind of with one arm kind of above my head like this. So I was laying on the little table, laying back, and I had my one arm above my head. And it was the craziest thing. So when she went across the little with the little wand and she saw the baby, Ella was in the exact same position (laughs) that I was. Oh, that's hard. And I was like, it was like one of those like, oh. You know, when you're hormonal and pregnant, you just cry about anything anyway. So it was the cutest thing that she was, we were laying in the exact same position. You got to recreate that as exact a picture same later. Way. Like somehow, like you got to do that as, as something you put on your wall as right. a painting. Somebody paint that and like, you kind of uh-huh. see through the belly and, and both of y'all got your hands above I your head. That would be dope. Too. And my brother said like with Jet, like the way like she, she does this thing where she'll like put her chin and fall asleep on her hand. And when they did the sonogram, she was doing that in her belly too, in Jade's belly. So I'm hoping, I can't wait for her to come out so I can take a picture of her, like you said, and see us sleeping identically. But yeah, she has her little quirks. I have to sleep on my left side or I'm not going to sleep all night. What cravings you got? I know you talked about that on here before. Um, Food no, I've talked about it. It's really funny because, you know, I love a good steak. I'm a, I love meat, like steak, chicken. I don't discriminate. Yeah. I'll eat, I know y'all, I'll have a pork chop. <laughs> you know, my mama's house, They it's whatever. No pork on my fork. I know, no pork ahead. on your fork. I know. But she doesn't like meat. Wow. She's letting me eat some now, but she doesn't really, it's not her forte. And it's crazy because she doesn't like meat. Um, but she's she's letting me, she's broadening my horizon. She doesn't like Chinese food, which is one of my favorites. She doesn't do Mexican too well. Um, if I give her pasta, she's a happy camper. A sandwich or pasta, all is well in the world. She well, likes never, oatmeal and uh, fruit. That's interesting. <laughs> so you can feel the rumblings and the attitude going on when you eat certain things you don't like? I can feel it because of how it makes me feel. Wow. Like I never knew this. It, it will make you, like, indigestion is real. Right. Um, and if I do, I just don't feel good. That's so crazy. you, so you learn, you're like, okay, if I don't like the way I feel when I eat this or when I do this, right. I'm not going to do it anymore. That's dope. So that's kind of how she, she's been training me. Interesting. And that's how I least. figured even the left side thing out because I just, I was having these horrible nights of insomnia where I would wake up at like three thirty, four thirty in the morning and right. not be able to get back to sleep for like two wow. hours. That's crazy. And then I finally was like, okay, let me listen. And then also when, when I went to the sonogram, she's the way she's laying, I see why she's uncomfortable if I lay on my right side. Right. Because she's kind of laying where her feet are up under my ribs and it kind of her back curves along gotcha. the left side of my stomach gotcha. and her arms and her legs are to the right. So if I lay on my right side, it's an awkward position for her in my wow, stomach. Man. That's crazy. So, yeah, I didn't know that. till the sonogram, I just knew <laughs> I wanted to sleep. You learn something new every day. So it was either sleep or just roll over on my left. And I just chose the lesser of two evils. That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, but thank you for coming. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we got to do this again because uh, we only got to get about maybe 5% of our of my life. Anytime you're always welcome. Yeah, you just let you. me know. I know you come up here all the time for other things, but stop by Kansas Lakeisha. For sure. For we appreciate sure. it, man. All the listeners. Thank y'all. Luda Day weekend, 11 years strong. Fast and Furious 8 coming out April 17th, I believe, of 2017. 
and working on album number nine. And where can people find you on social media? Do man, you Snapchat and stuff? I, I, I do a little. Now that, man, look, man, this whole you, Insta, it, Insta some Snap old, and Snap, let me tell you, we old. competition going let on. Let me tell you, I'm just going to say, we're yeah. getting old because I know it took me a minute to figure Snapchat out. I was I like, snap what? a little bit. It's, it's too much. Like, when you're really doing stuff with your day. It is too much. You're like, like, I'm going I'm to snap right now. We're we on snap Candy right Keisha right now, <laughs> snapping. This is what we're doing. <laughs> so make sure y'all continue to support myself and support her, too. Yay. On that note, we are going to end. This is Candidly Keisha. I hope you guys have an amazing Labor Day, Luda Day weekend. And we'll be right back next week. Same time, same place. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.